Hello and welcome to the Socially Ambitious Podcast. I'm your co-host Liv. I'm your co-host Jess. And I'm your co-host Anna. On this show, we'll be delving into all things social media, delegation, and influencer marketing. Join us for insightful conversations on mastering work-life balance, pursuing your passions, and crafting the life you've always dreamed of. Get ready for actionable tips and empowering discussions. Hi guys, welcome back to the Socially Ambitious Podcast. I am your co-host, but your only host today, Liv. And I'm so excited for this episode. We have on the Courtney Faith. She is a plus size model and creator, and she is just truly the definition of light and positivity and positive energy. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear this conversation we have together. We talk all about, you know, her journey, how she got started as a creator and a model. And we also got go into how she hired her first assistant through Socially Ambitious and what that experience has been like for her. We talk about the power of delegation. And it is just such a good episode. You guys, just a little disclaimer. This is my first time doing an intro alone. I've never done an intro alone. So very odd. I'm used to like someone, I'm used to talking to someone else. And now I feel like I'm talking to myself. I know I'm not, I'm talking to you guys, but we love um, doing new things for the first time. Like when was the last time you did something for the first time, you know? So that's how I feel right now. I'm so excited for everything that's in store for this season of Socially Ambitious and this episode, this first one with, I guess, we decided to have on an influencer so you guys can kind of get that perspective of what it's like to hire for the first time, to delegate, and maybe what some influencers are looking for in an assistant. And then in the next few episodes, we will have on previous graduates from Socially Ambitious, from the Influencers Assistant course. We will have on our assistant, Michaela who is also our chief operating officer, COO. I always forget what that means, but I'm, I'm super excited for you guys to hear from all of our guests and everything that's in store. But I won't hold you any longer. Let's get into the episode with Courtney. Okay, you guys, we have Courtney here. I am so excited to have her on. Fun little, fun little backstory. I actually... <laughs> We had hired Courtney as a model for one of our mood shoots. And while we were on set, she was like, wait, I hired one of your assistants. And I had like known that, but I didn't know you were the same Courtney that hired an (laughs) assistant. So I was like, my mind was blown. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) worlds are colliding. That is so fun. Um, So, so excited to have you on. You're our first influencer. And (gasps) yeah, you're actually our first guest for the Socially Ambitious podcast. So kind of a big deal. Wait. I'm honored because this is my first podcast, so I am super excited and always down to support my girls, so I can't wait for this. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on. I'm really excited to kind of get into your background, how you started, Um, you know, if you, I, I also am always so curious if guests like, you know, to see where they are now. And then I'm curious to know, like, if they went to college, if they did what they studied. So we'll get all into it. And Uh, um, I can't wait. Yeah. Let's start with a little brief introduction for those who might not already know you. Just a brief summary of who you are and what you do. Hi, guys. My name is Courtney Faith. I am a plus size model and content creator. Um, I primarily focus on Instagram and TikTok, but 
I post some fashion content here and there, some vlogs, but really we just help people feel really confident in their skin, no matter what size they're at. Um, and we always push people to be their healthiest, best self, trying to thrive to live their best lives that they can live. So it's a fun little girl gang over there. We have a lot of fun. We always go on live, talk, hang out, chit chat. So if you guys don't follow me already, what are you doing? Come follow <laughs> and we're going to be besties. <laughs> yeah, guys, you have to go give her a follow like your page I feel like you can just feel your energy through your posts and then like knowing you in real life too it's so like your energy is so contagious and positive thank you yeah I'm absolutely assessed Thank you. Yeah, we just always, you know, you never know what people are going through. And and your inter- two-second interaction with one person can change the whole trajectory of their lives. So always yeah. radiating kindness and positivity. And that's what we do over at the the Girl Gang with Courtney. <laughs> I love it. And I love how you refer to your your platform and your community as we. I, lo- I really love that. I think a lot of creators kind of miss the mark there. And it's very, and I think we're starting to see a shift now where creators are starting to understand that they have to make like that content and is tends to be a little selfish but now I'm starting to see more about like you have to make your content for your audience like it's not just for you it's not I wouldn't be here if I didn't have an audience like they made me what I am today and like it is a we like it's a friendship it's the likes it's it's talking about the like having conversations in the comments it's the amazing dms i get on a weekly basis from women in argentina or brazil like mm-hmm. and, and that never met me and will probably never meet me in real life but it is a we like it's a friendship even though it's online it's they're still my girl gang like at the end of the day yeah. it's 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 contagious like it's it's a it's a friendship it's a we i love that i love that so much i think you know a lot, a lot of creators could take notes from that and understand yeah. that like you have to be so grateful for your audience and and treat them yeah. like your friends and like your true genuine circle because like they are why you're we're yeah. able to do what we do with their support yeah. so i love, I love them. that i love connecting with other people and learning their stories and how they ended up where they are so we benefit from each other so it's always a growing process. (laughs) Totally. Okay. So let's, let's get into a little bit of your background before you got to where you are now as a full-time creator. Tell me if you went to school and if so, for what, or what you were doing for work before you became a creator. Yeah. So I was always obsessed with social media. Um, My parents were a little strict growing up. Like I couldn't get a Facebook until like the required age of like 13 or whatever. And I always knew I wanted to do something in content, but back then it wasn't really a thing. Like we had like Musical.ly and Vine and um, my parents weren't having it to say the least. So um, I went to, I did go to school. I went to the Savannah College of Art and Design and majored in film, film and television. So I'm actually a music video producer. So that's what I went to school for. So I collaborate with a lot of R&B and rap artists creating music videos. Um, But unfortunately, I graduated during COVID where the whole world was halted um, and nobody could get a job in the film industry. It was so difficult. You had to, there were all these regulations and rules on set and it was really difficult. So uh, I couldn't get a job. I had plans to be in LA, I had plans to be in Miami and everything fell and I was panicked. Like I got all this student debt coming in. Um, I'm stressed. I don't know what I want to do. And at the time I probably had about like three to 4,000 followers. So still a little bit of a platform, but 
Um, so I finally got a job actually working for a family of YouTubers. Um, and so I moved down from Georgia to Orlando to do that. And um, eventually I just started working more and more in the social media space and was working for a lot of other people and then realized that I got more pleasure out of doing it for myself. And that's kind of how it evolved. And that's where we're at now. Oh my gosh, so fun. Okay, love learning new things. That is, first of all, so cool that that is your background because it kind of set you up perfectly to do what you're doing now in a way. Like, I think people there's such a beautiful clash between because I do like, you know, commercial acting and modeling as well. And there really is so many overlapping skills where you need to like be comfortable on camera and like, you know, know how to give someone a good soundbite. Like there's so many Uh, things that do overlap. So I think like your, your background on that is perfect and kind of set you up perfectly for this. They go hand in hand, like even in film school, you know, like when we were in directing classes, we partnered with the acting classes and the directors had to be the actors and the actors had to be the directors. So it really did get me comfortable in front of the camera. Um, And yeah, it's just such a small world and everything overlaps. Like you're so right. Like every, it's just absolutely crazy. I I meet people in different industries who are in like a similar industry than what I'm at now. And they all say the same thing. Just like influencing is kind of like acting. You got to like turn yourself on in front of the camera. Like even if you're having a bad day, like you got to be vulnerable all. So you learn all of that stuff. So it did, it worked out actually perfectly. Totally. (laughs) And even like having understanding of production and sets and just knowing on like the backside how all of that works is so helpful because you just you have a better understanding of you know what brands want from you what they need timelines deadlines things like that yeah I have like a full filming setup I know how to edit like I can do all of it and that wouldn't have been possible if I didn't go to school so it worked out well and that's the crazy thing about being a creator is that we do wear so many hats and we'll get into like why delegation is so important a little bit later but that's one of the things it's like we do everything we're like the lighting guy we're the grip guy we're the editor we're the sound guy it's overwhelming for sure so I can't wait to touch base on that later because it's a lot it can be overwhelming okay I want to unpack a little bit more about your first job working for the YouTube family so what did you do for them yeah so um So they were a big, big family and they actually- Oh my God, had, wait, do I know who they are? I don't know. I'm not going to name drop. I did send them You don't email, have to. But have to. They, have, they had a a very rare dog that went viral. Um, so I actually moved down working for the dog. <laughs> so the dog was my boss, essentially. Um, and it, I, I was like- writing scripts and then having to go film this dog do the scripts and tiktoks and instagram um and then eventually they had two daughters so uh they actually wanted to start doing more like imagine like kids bop stuff so um i basically there was only two of us and me and my coworker basically took popular rap songs like Cardi B songs and and all these songs and rewrote them kids version and then we would go to a music video and they would record it and then I would create a music video around it and then I would film it and edit it so it was a lot (laughs) we we wore a lot of different hats there as well um unfortunately they dissolved their company a few years ago so um they decided to take a step back from you know let the kids have a normal life get off social media so um that's when I started 
Yeah, Yeah. so I pivoted in doing, you know, some uh, working as a social media manager for some skincare brands. And but then like, even when I was working there, I made it very clear that influencing was my passion and I was going to do both. Um, And so they were totally understanding of like my hectic schedule and all of that stuff. So super cool. And I feel like you even got a taste in that first job with the YouTubers to see like one the potential of like where right. this can kind of take you I'm sure you yeah. were get kind of getting behind the scenes on brand deals and like things like that so that's super cool that you even got like a taste of that before you dove in yeah and it was like also cool because uh working my second job was working for a skincare brand running their social media so in the first job I got the perspective of an influencer and the second job I got the the perspective of a brand so now when I'm going right. into I can think of when I was working as the social media manager for the brand what did creators do that I didn't like and then I could mold that into myself so it essentially like really worked out like both jobs kind of had a hand on what I do now um and it worked I love that that's so good and it's also great that you were able to kind of like seamlessly merge into being a creator full-time yeah because you know? yeah. I think that a lot of people are scared to take that leap and once they finally do they're like <laughs> really really scared but it's, it's great scary. if you can get an in-between like I also did the same thing I was a social media manager for the jewelry company and I was doing that part-time yeah. and Jess was like dude you don't have to do this anymore like just go for it I'm like it's so scary <laughs> yeah I did so I didn't really get a choice so to be honest my uh the company that I had they uh downsized so social media was at the lowest of the totem pole so it had to go so I really had to sit there this it was like back sink or swim <laughs> yeah like I was like am I going to attach myself to another nine to five where I know I'm not happy or take the leap even though it may be risky to do something full time. And I'm very blessed that I have a very supportive support system. My boyfriend is very supportive. So he was like, go for it. Like, what are you doing? Like you, that you're made for this, like do it. And I did it. And it was like the best decision I could have made. (laughs) I love that. That is so good. Um, so, so good. Snap, snap. You you just have to bet on yourself sometimes, you know, and we talk a lot about that in the past on this podcast is just like taking leap of faith and betting on yourself, knowing that you have your own back. And even in the last episode, we were talking about how like sometimes working for yourself is more secure than a nine to five, because like at least the power is in your hands. Right. I mean, it's scary. Like you never know, but like it's your life and you're the writer of your story and you can kind of decide what you want to do. Right. Like you have these dreams or these daydreams of like what your life could be well girl you just you got to take those scary leaps in order to get there like you're not going to get there playing it safe you got to get there by doing the things that make you uncomfortable like that's the thing that's going to make you the person you want to be so 100 percent. we always say that that growth is right outside your comfort zone and yeah. do it and do it scared because that's the only yeah, way and- I'm scared. <laughs> Do it scared. Um, scared. <laughs> we're all scared. I mean, let's yeah. be real. Like everyone's fucking scared. Right. Um, before we move on, I want to touch base. Uh, you mentioned like you had a good understanding of what you what you didn't like when creators did something or what they didn't do. Just for a brief little little pro tip, what are some things that you didn't like when creators did or didn't do? Yeah. So, I mean, they might be a little cliche, but, um, I didn't like when influencers just messaged us and they didn't follow us. Uh, you're just doing it for the bag. You don't actually like our product. I really like working with influencers that genuinely believed in what we were doing. Right. Um, also, uh, we can definitely tell when you're copying and pasting a template to us. So at least take 
two seconds and change one or two sentences, make it a little personalized rather than just sending me some generic thing. Um, so those are, I think the, the biggest things that kind of rub me the wrong way. Um, the creators that went the extra step to personalize a message or maybe even like support us on some of our lives. Like we are a very small business. So, you know, I noticed the creators that were engaging with our profile. I noticed the creators that were commenting. Um, they weren't required to, but they genuinely love the product. So those are the creators that we, you know, we gave a bigger budget to. So yeah, that's definitely I love that. No, those are great pro tips. Even like as for as long as I've been in the game, I'm I'm also realizing that, the best partnerships are the ones that you genuinely love. Like yeah, they, they just are. It's the ones that why you would love. You, why would you want to put your audience onto something that you don't believe in? Like that totally. doesn't make sense to me. Like, are you doing it for the best? Like your followers are going to be there at the end of the day. Like this, this brand giving you a quick payout. Like it, it's not worth it. Like only that's why I like getting off topic, but TikTok shop is such like a huge thing. It's like, do you guys genuinely love the products? Cause you guys never talked about it before there was like, right. you know, much attached to it so yeah yeah it's just like the tiktok yeah. all the social media channels it's so hard to figure out what's authentic it is it's it is very hard but i think you know it come one it comes with time and yeah. two it comes with kind of educating yourself on the space too and not like letting yourself be a sellout because also there's it is saturated there's so many creators there's so many influencers now it's not like how it was five years ago like I you do have know. to think you do have to like think more about the type of creator you want to be, the type of impact you want to have. Um, and like really what value you're providing to your audience, whether it's educational or fulfillment or inspiring them, like it, you have to be providing something. It can't just be this point blank, like, Oh, here's my hydro thing. I love it. Here's my highlighter. I love it. Here's my pen. I I love it. It's like, people are over it. I love it. Like people are yeah. over it. We get Agreed. like con- as uh, as consumers too, you know, like we're we're creators, but we're also consumers. And it's like, you yeah. know what we don't like to see, you know? Right. And I like, I have been guilty. Like I I've done, I think like three or four TikTok shop videos, but everything I've either used in the past before TikTok shop was a thing, or I reviewed something that I got for TikTok shop, but literally disclosed in the beginning. I'm not telling you if this is good or bad yet. Cause I have no idea. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just like honestly, I've I've been like not even using TikTok in my day-to-day life. And I've just been scrolling on Instagram Reels because I feel like it's either an ad or a TikTok thing. So or bad. I just I'm like, it's so much. It's like people it's... that aren't even influencers are referring products. And it's like, I just don't trust these people. Like Yeah, know. it's it's so much. Um, and I think it kind of just it's the foundation is bad because you're giving people like an incentive to make money when yeah. like there there's no sort of barrier to entry there's no trust there's no authentication yeah. process like nothing. And, and that's not to say that like i won't take recommendations from anyone you know like i yeah. will but you also have to like know that you can trust them right like there's yeah. some influencers that they post a product i'm gonna buy it because i trust them i know that right. they recommend good it's almost like the people who are just making content for TikTok shop, but they're not influencers. They almost have like nothing to lose because like they don't care about the audience. They just yeah. care about selling shit. Right. And the influencers at least care. Like if they recommend a product that's bad, everybody's going to- They're going to get off. fucking canceled. Right. So like the like, you know, moms yeah. or the random dude that just downloaded TikTok a month ago that's yeah. like some coconut oil pulling thing or some new hairbrush. Like Not going to lie. They got me with that. They I did. Okay, it's that. in my cart. It's in my cart. Like that guru Nanda. They it, got me with it. that. 
and I asked my dentist and she was like, no, don't do it because unless you're doing it for 30 minutes a day, it's fine. It won't like be bad. But I was like, okay, tell me the tea. Like, is this worth it? She's like, unless you're doing it for literally 30 minutes, you don't really get the benefits. Oh, I thought it was only 10. It's in my Amazon cart right now. Take it out, girl. Take it out. Dang it. I I was so ready because I was like, Ain't no way every single person is is. I mean, you can test it for yourself, you know. Maybe I will video. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Okay, let's get into you hired one of our socially ambitious graduates. And I definitely want to talk about that. We'll get into it. But first, I want to know at what point did you feel like, holy shit, I need to hire an assistant? Yeah, well, so working my nine to five and doing influencing, I already felt really overwhelmed. Um, but wait, I so at what point did you leave the nine to five? Just timeline wise, nine to five in August. Okay, well, so like, how long were you doing that before? Or and then you hired an assistant, and then you went full time. I hired an assistant before I I lost my job, okay. so I think I hired my assistant beginning of summer. Okay, if my timeline's right, I like okay. cannot remember what I ate for breakfast yesterday, <laughs> so my memory's not really there. Um, but so working with my nine to five I realized like I was like cold pitching the email or like companies on the weekends filming content after things got dark it just started to be really overwhelming so I felt like I wasn't giving my audience my all when I started to really go hard into influencing because yes the company downsized but like I kind of knew I was gonna take that leap of faith soon yeah. So I like probably like a little like last February is when I started to like really, really, really go hard with influencing. And I noticed that my content quality was lacking because I was 50-50 and sending contracts, sending cold pitches, negotiating, uh negotiating usage, making sure everything's up to then filming content, editing content, posting, engaging with my audience. And I felt like when I started to go really big into influencing um, is when my content quality started to diminish a little bit. And that's when I decided I need help. I need somebody to take the the boring cold pitching side of things so I can just focus on giving my audience what they deserved and like w- what I knew I could do for them. So I hired um, one of your socially ambitious graduates. She is my whole heart and I love her so much. Um, And she really helped take so much off my plate. And then when my company downsized in August, it took me like two weeks to decide what I was going to do. And I fully said full throttle into influencing and modeling. And we went deep and we went deep together. Like we, when, when I hired her, I told her, this is a learning process for me. I've never had an assistant. I don't know what to expect. Uh, just like you are learning, I am learning. Like if there is something that I'm doing that you don't like, or if there's a, some way I could do something better, I need you to communicate that because I don't know what I'm doing. And she said, cool, got it. And we did it together and we went really hard, long hours, and we've grown this, my profile so much. And now it's like amazing. And so, yeah, it, the timeline is a little crazy, but it was such a great decision and I'm so glad I 
stumbled across socially ambitious because it literally changed my life. <laughs> no, that's so good. And that was like such a big reason why we even started the course was like one, we knew so many people wanted to like get their foot in the door, become, right. you know, work remotely want they you know wanted to learn more about the influencer industry in general but the other half of it was like we knew how much influencers needed help and like every time we'd post our assistant people would be like where can I hire her and I'm like no you can't you can't I wish you could I I looked for so long like even before I realized that um just did the course is I was looking on TikTok and Instagram uh indeed like Fiverr I was looking influencers assistant influencer assistant I couldn't find anything I was getting so irritated and I was just like who's a bigger influencer bigger than me that I trust to help give me good advice and I think I initially slid into Justice DM to see if she could help me or something and I was just like I need help I need some you, you gotta know somebody that can help me and she was like girl I run a course and I was like oh hold on okay um so yeah we need like it's a lot it, it is and like I'm not saying influencers is a hard job like I get no. compared to yes we have to make the disclaimer for all the yes, like, people who compared gonna... to the nurses the doc anybody that ha- I know it is a very lax job but being one person and wearing a ton of, I gotta write scripts I gotta negotiate I gotta do contract like it's a lot and so it has really helped with my assistant and like really everything changed when I got her is like I also had more free time to like actually see my friends and like do things because I'm not I wasn't drowning in emails like I knew I had somebody that I completely 100% trusted on my team that even if she wasn't working and I was like hey girl this email just came in I can't get to it can you please she got it and like she's great love her love her love her will forever love her she's Mm -hmm. always right here I love that so much. And I really love that you had such a good experience, especially hiring for your first time, because I think so many people are so scared of that, you know, and and there's also the misconception where how many if you don't mind me asking, how many hours did you hire her for a week per week? Um, so I let her pick her hours. Um, I just say if the things get done, I don't really care how many hours you work. Um, I it typically ranges between like, I would say like five to 10. Five to 10, yeah. I like the range. I find that's like a perfect sweet spot. Yeah, because I can do a lot of it on my own. Um, it's just some weeks when I'm overwhelmed or, you know, I have to be on set or filming that I don't have time to do the other things. Um, but yeah, she creates her own schedule. I have, I have two rules. I say um, no email goes over two days without being responded to and all emails need to be answered by EOD on Friday. Um, so I don't really care what you do in between then. I don't care what time you work. You could work at 2 a.m. I don't care. Um, those are the only two things I ask. And she like travels all the time. She was like in Thailand. She's in Mexico. Like she's going everywhere. And I love it. I love to see her traveling. Like, love it. Like I'm like- I know. No, same. When when Anna yeah. was our assistant, like the first like few weeks she was with us, she was like, hey, I'm going to Italy for a month. And we were like- fucking slay love that for you slay, girl. like nothing will change I'm still gonna work like I'll be like a few hours behind but blah 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 and we're like yeah. yes that's yes. how my girl was too. she was like I can still work if you want me to I was like don't go have fun no. I got, like, go make so many memories please like yeah go and I 
And I just love this because I also think I hear from a lot of people who are considering taking the course or their graduates, they're like, it almost, they're intimidated to work for influencers. And I'm like, influencers aren't scary. They're you. They're nice. Hope, they're just normal people. Like scary. we're normal people. We just happen to make money online. Like it's really yeah, nothing I, crazy. I always ask, like, I'm like, so scared of like not being a good boss like I like right. literally do like weekly check-ins I'm like is there anything I could have done differently like Aww. hey I love you hope you're having a great week like yeah do you need anything and she's like I work for you like do you need anything and I'm like but like do you do you need anything and she's like Courtney I'm like I'm sorry I'm sorry like <laughs> yeah no it'd be like that it's so important I think our generation is the first to really understand how important it is to be a good boss and be a good leader yeah. and like make it a fun welcoming safe place of an environment for the people yeah. who work for you like you want them to be happy yeah I want them to enjoy working for me like I don't like this is a team it's a partnership like yes it's my Instagram I understand that but like I'm like you're not beneath me in any way like we right. are like we are a team trying to it's navigate this crazy social media world right right it's it's totally a team and I also love how I think so circling back to what I originally was saying when I asked you about the hours is like I think a lot of people think oh if I hire an assistant it needs to be full-time no it doesn't no, it doesn't. It literally could be for as low as two hours a week to source brands for you or just to do your brand pitches or just to create like a TikTok trending list for you, right. like whatever it is. And then if you want someone full time, you can get someone full time well, or get two people and like, delegate different tasks. That's initially what she started out as. I said, I just need somebody to do my emails. Right. And then as time went on, I was like, I'm paying her. I might as well like do more. So I asked, Hey, do you have the capacity for more on your plate? And cause when, when I interviewed her, I said, you can work for other influencers, like do whatever, like, as long as my emails get done, I'm fine. And so, um, I, I would always ask her, do you have more space on your plate for more? Would you like me to not put more on your plate? And she'd be like, give it to me, give it to me. So she started only working honestly, like an hour or two hours a week. And then, you know, I am always, we're creatives. We're always coming up with new ideas, new things we want to do. And then I'd like send her a voice note and be like, I'm really excited. Should we do this? And she's like, let me do research. She would do research. She'd be like, yes, we should do it. And then it was like, now she works more like five to nine hours a week. So yeah. Yeah. So good. And, and although that's like not a ton, it's still the time you need to not be burnt out or to spend mm -hmm time with your friends or to right. work on the side project like it's just the right amount of time because think about it, 10 hours a week is two hours a day like yeah. how many we're only like a week for like less than 12 hours a day we're eating for three of them you know like right. like two and hours a day is filming takes a long time like I'm like a very big perfectionist when it comes to filming so filming takes a lot longer for me than I've seen other influencers um, just because I'm so particular with how things are done. So I noticed when I was doing everything by myself, I was rushing through the filming, yeah. go do this to answer this email in time before I missed this opportunity. And then I realized like my editing's not right. My, this isn't right. I look, it's out of focus in this frame. And I was just like, man, like I went to film school. Like I should not be having things out of focus or like I should, I should be centered in the frame. Like I needed to do more. So she allowed me to, to make the quality of my content a lot higher, which is essentially all I want. Yeah. And that's priceless because you know, at the end of the day, like 
one, as a creative, you're happier with the product. And two, it's going to lead to better partnerships and better quality leads to more followers and more followers lead to higher rates. And like, it just a trickle down effect of like, that is the power of delegation that you are able to leverage your time. And as a creator, you can focus on the things that one, you enjoy two that you're really good at. Like we're good at being creators, you know, we're not good at being I'm not good at that. inbox management, invoicing, all that stuff. I'm not good at that. Like I cannot, I, that's why I went to film school. That's why I went to a creative school. Like I didn't go to some normal university. I went somewhere where our homework was like, go paint a pretty picture. Like that is essentially what we did at art school. We didn't have essays. We didn't have product. I'm not good in front of a a computer. I don't use technology. Like I use my phone and stuff, but like when it comes to like emails and Excel, I don't know anything about that. Like stay over there. Like I don't want to deal with it. No, 100%. And that's, you know, that's the beauty of outsourcing. It's like, and once you do it, like you cannot go back. I'm never going back. <laughs> you cannot go back. Never. And it also pushes you like to make more money because you're like, okay, bet. Now I like have an assistant. I can't go back to not having an assistant. I'm going to hustle more. Yeah. And like, um, I love like ne- also negotiating with my assistants. Like, you know, do you want hourly? Do you want commission? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm open. I am open. Do an hourly and commission? Like, let's make it work. Like, yeah. let's make it work. Cause like, I'm not making like a lot of money right now. Like, but I'm still going to try to make it work and make it beneficial for you. Like, so yeah, totally. it's just a common conversation. We're friends. Like we're friends more than anything. Like, and that's what I want out of any assistant. Like even, you know, going into interviewing some new assistants starting tomorrow, like I need to make sure we vibe. I need to make sure there's like a friendship, like for sure that's all that matters to me. Like I'm such a bubbly person. You need to be able to like handle my like crazy yeah. energy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is really important. And that's not yeah. to be underestimated too. It's because it is someone you're working so closely with every single oh, day. Every day. Right. We talk every day. And they're Maybe handling talk- your livelihood. Yeah. <laughs> like that's <laughs> really important. A lot of trust that goes into it. There's, there's a lot of trust that goes into it, which is why it was so hard for me to choose an assistant. I mean, like even the first time, like I haven't met any of these people in person, like I interviewed, I'm not going to lie. I think I did like three rounds of interviews. Like I, it was so hard for me to make a decision. Like I've been doing this on my own since I was like 16. Like I, how do I learn to trust somebody? And it was a big thing for me to overcome. Um, But once I did, and you know, I interviewed with the one girl who is now my assistant and I just like instantly knew I was like, that's the one I I couldn't get her out of my head. Like I was just like, she's the one, like I can feel it. And we did, we did really great together. So amazing that's how we felt about Anna she sent us like a video before we even interviewed her I think she sent us like a two minute long video and she was like I'm your next assistant this is why and we were like yeah you're hired done yeah I love I I, a couple people did that when they were interviewing me which which stuck out like you know it's it's fun to see what creative little aspects people add to it like some people did a custom cover letter some people Mm -hmm. like hyped up my brand some people sent a video of themselves like it's really fun like get creative with how you apply like this is a creative industry I want to see your creativity come through like that's all I want to do totally And that's, and that's another cool thing too, is like someone could start with your emails and then you kind of figure out what they're good at, what their strengths are. You find out they're creative. They're making like one of my girls is making my new media kit for me, you know? So it's like when they come and they bring skills to the table, they will be utilized. You know what I mean? And that's why like, I always make sure like 
what are your strengths? Like, I yeah. will work with it. Like, are you good at Canva? Are you good at editing? Are you good at negotiating? Like, these are the things that I need need to know. And I yeah. mean, the things that she said she was good at, she freaking thrived at. So it- love, <laughs> love, love, love. Um, well, I'm curious to know if you felt any like nerves going into being a boss, to, quote unquote, for the first time, or like, did that intimidate you? How did you handle kind of stepping into that role? Um, I, like I said, I always just wanted to be a good boss. So of course I was nervous. Like I of course wanted to be a friend more than anything. So I was a little nervous. I think I like overcompensated and like, I sent some Starbucks gift cards her way and (laughs) some little like gifts to like, like, let's be friends. Um, but it is, it is really difficult because I've again been by myself this whole time and um you know my boyfriend is really really good at the business side of things so there was a period of time before I found an assistant that he was writing my emails because I'm just not good at negotiating I know that's a weakness of mine like I am not good at it so like he was doing it but like he doesn't even he doesn't even have an Instagram like he doesn't have any social media like he is like girl like Courtney like what am I doing I was like okay sorry I'll hire somebody so it was really nervous and it's like this like are we friends or like, am I your boss? Like there's this weird line that's kind of blurred, but I think it just matters about choosing the right fit and the right person for you. Like, that's why I think I have so many interviews is to make sure that we like really, really vibe together. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a little nervous, but like, you'll get used to it in like a week. Yeah. It is a fine it's line cool. because it's cool. like it's so much about the fit because there are some people who are like, Oh, she's shoot, she, she's super (laughs) she's super friendly and like might take advantage of that you know what I mean so it really is about finding that perfect fit that like will really like appreciate the friendliness but also not take advantage of it right right and like that's why like you know I'm so grateful that I know like you know she puts her hours in like the hours that she thinks she's gonna work that week and you know sometimes I'll get an email like I'll see the email come in at like 11.50. I know she's not working, but I'll send a voice note. Hey, when you get this, can you do this? So it's it's like, it's a friend, but like there's still a balance of like, you know, are you being proactive when I tell you, tell you to do something? If I right. like, she is so proactive, like I'll be like looking for a new camera. Like there was a couple months ago in the market for like a new DSLR. And I was like, I mentioned to her that like I wanted to find something. Literally the next day she had an entire Excel sheet with like the top influencer cameras, the rates, like she was so proactive. And I was just like, this is what I need. Like I need somebody like that just can feel my stress and just take it and help make my life easier. Like, and that's what I think is so important. Like I need somebody that's proactive. I need somebody because like I have raging ADHD. My mind is all over the place all the time. I'm pulled in a trillion different directions. I I'm wearing, you know, I'm doing influencing, I'm doing modeling, I'm creating a different company here, here, here. I need somebody that can pull me down, stay calm. Let's focus on this this week, like really help me. And she has done a great job of that. Oh, that is like music to my fucking ears because yeah. in the course, all we stress to people, if we're like, please just be the brain, be yeah. the brain that influencers need, be so proactive, like come to yeah. them with solutions, not problems. Like everything yeah. you just said is literally what we try to drill into the course. So that makes me so happy. Yeah. And I like really, really trust her. And I think like in the beginning, I would you know, be like, answer this email. And she's like, how do you want me to answer it? I'm like, I don't care. Do research, figure it out. I trust you. I hired you for a reason. Like, right. do research, figure out 
a couple of different strategies, use a different strategy for the next week, see which one lands a deal. Like right. I need to, I, the, the reason I hired you is so I don't have to do this stuff. To think. So like, yeah. I, I need you to be proactive and I, I really do trust you. So like, and trust if, yourself. Right. And like, if you make a mistake, a mistake it's not a mistake in my eyes because we're both learning like right. if I had secret sauce I would just give it to you but I don't know it yet because I'm still learning so like let's do a b testing let's see what works let's see what doesn't work and we go from there and I mean now it's like she's just doing stuff and I'm like cool thank you here's <laughs> your payment <laughs> yeah I love it. No, that's, I mean, that's the dream scenario, right? It's like to make our lives easier, to take less <sighs> off our mental plates so we yeah. can do what we love and what we're good at. And I right. also love that you were so transparent in the beginning too, because I think that's really important in this dynamic where you were just like, hey, listen, this is all new for me. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I think when you drop that, um, that guard, like you, you open the door for such a more genuine, authentic, transparent relationship, both ways, you know, instead yeah. of being like, I'm the boss, I know everything, blah, 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 blah. Like, like being so open and being like, I don't know what I'm I doing. There's so much power in that, you know? Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I always, in in every aspect of my life, I never try to act like I know everything because I don't, this world is so much, there's so much information. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm here. Like I know some things, but like, I don't. And like, that's why I think having such an open communication with your influencers or your assistant works as well, because, um, I can tell her like, Hey, is, is, is there something I did not wrong? Is there something I could have done differently uh, in this situation or, you know, and she does the same. Like, she's like, Hey, I did this. What do you think of it? your real thoughts. So we have like a whole Trello board where everything's organized. And, you know, even though she's doing her own thing, she puts it in Trello. So if I'm like, Oh, what have happened to that brand deal? I can just go into Trello. I see everything. So I have peace of mind knowing that everything's getting done. Um, but yeah, just always open communication in life is just a great yeah, thing. Like being transparent, setting boundaries, communication, they all go hand in hand. Yeah, no, it's, it's so good. And Again, I think you also just set such a good example for them to then be able to be vulnerable, take accountability, admit when they messed up, come to you and say, how can I be better? Like you are you. That's really, I think, the best leadership style is really leading by example. And the more you take accountability and are vulnerable, the more they can be, too. Right. And I don't. Yeah, I don't think there are. I mean, I guess there could be, but I guess what, when I've worked with my assistant, there weren't any like mess ups. Every mess up is a, is a learning right. opportunity. And it's totally. just, there's so many brands, there's so many things. Everybody does things differently. The influencer you're working for before me or after me, maybe do something completely different than I do. It's right. everybody has their own style. So you just got to figure mm-hmm. out what works, what works totally. for you Totally. I love that so much. Before we wrap it up, I want to briefly dabble into your modeling and how that's been for you. Obviously, plus size creator, absolutely fucking killing it. Like your content is such a vibe and you've done such a good job really cultivating a community over on your page. Um, But I know, like we said earlier, creator, model, they kind of go hand in hand. What has your experience been, you know, being a plus size creator, being a plus size model and being so confident about it too like I already know like you know there's so much positive feedback but I there's trolls out there I already know I already know and when you when you go out there on the internet and you are so true to yourself there's bound to be people who 
want who are jealous of that confidence and want to hate yep. on it. So, yep. you know, I know there's a lot to unpack there, but I would love to know just kind of what your experience has been there. Yeah. So, um, I, a little bit of backstory. I, uh, went to high school, obviously, and I decided to do dual enrollment. So I left high school a year early to go to college. Um, and every day, my dad just always said, always have the biggest smile on your face, radiate positivity. That's what I did. And uh, all of my friends were older. So by the time I was a junior, all of my friends were gone and graduated. And I was just like, there's no point for me here anymore. I don't really have a lot of friends, so I'm going to leave. And that's what I did. I did. I went to school early. Uh, I graduated a year early. So anyways, after I left, I got an overwhelming amount of DMs from women that I had never met, but just seen in the hallway, uh, telling me their stories on how I had such a positive impact on them. And uh, I, they didn't even have to talk to me. Just seeing me be confident changed their perspective on themselves. And it was this tearjerker reaction um, and is what made me realize that I wanted to be the representation for women anywhere. And my mission statement is to just radiate kindness and positivity. And no matter what you look like, whether you are plus size, not plus size, no matter the color, the religion, the background, it doesn't matter. Um, so that's what I did. I got into modeling. Back then, I was a little bit more petite after college, gained some weight, um, didn't really do modeling much because I was focusing on school, 4.0 GPA, anyways. Um, <laughs> couple brag. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after I graduated uh, is when I really wanted to get back in the, the industry. Uh, my social media started to take off and I started to do freelance modeling. So I worked with a lot of brands a lot of different photographers and then recently just got signed a few oh. months ago so hey. um, i did i'm not even on the website yet but i did sign with ipm models uh so right now we're just working on building my book um but yeah so i've been doing that for the past couple of months i love it it's literally what i was born to do like it's i just i just want to make people feel confident and special within their skin like and there are a lot of trolls but like the the messages I get from women all across the world make up for the nasty man that is so jealous that he could never get my number that he feels like he has to comment a hate comment on me um and it's actually rare like that I like I just block them or like yeah honestly I kind of respond to them like They'll be like, oh, the building's going to fall down. I'm like, oh, yeah, I hope you're standing under it. I don't know. Like, get <laughs> yeah. out of here. Like, you're such a hater. Um, But no, like, I mean, yeah, hate comments come all the time. But you just, I don't care because the amount of women that I talk to on a daily basis makes it all worth it. <laughs> I love that so much. And you're, you're just yeah. such a light. And I can just, like, feel your light from the other side of the screen. So yeah. thank you for sharing that with us. Um, yeah. So good. I, I love this conversation so much. I'm We're honored to have you on. Thank Aww. you for opening your heart to us and sharing I'm with our honored. audience. I'm honored. Literally, when you um, asked me, I was like, I looked at my boyfriend, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
so like, good my girls so good I know I knew when we met that day I was like wait we there are so many like amazing overlaps here like this is this is so good and you're moving to South Florida soon I am yes my boyfriend's family is from there so we're just he's finishing up some things at work they're expanding so moving down to Fort Lauderdale so I will be seeing you soon (laughs) <laughs> please can we go do like yoga on the beach like let's yes. do it so we will exciting. be doing all of the things of the um things. okay so for our audience who wants to follow you who has fallen in love where can they find you at the courtney faith or the courtney faith however you pronounce it t-h-e-c-o-r-t-n-e-y-f-a-i-t-h period That's on it. all platforms on all platforms yep Awesome. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Send this to a friend who you know would love it. And we will see you guys next week for another episode. Love you guys. Bye.